0: And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. Today I had the amazing opportunity to chat with my guest today, Leslie Medley. Leslie is this gorgeous light and this energy she is this master of breathwork and mindset and helping other women reach their true potential. This message that she speaks on, it hit so close to home and I think it's something that we all need to pay a little bit more attention to right now. This idea of feeling stuck and feeling like our progress has stalled or we've plateaued And we talk about it specifically a lot in exercise, but it applies to everything in life as so many messages usually do and not viewing a plateau or viewing stagnation as this failure or this character flaw in us that we weren't enough, that we weren't doing enough. But she flips it in this beautiful way of saying, I've actually done all that I can do here. It's time for me to get uncomfortable, to learn, to grow, and to lean into the unknown a little bit. It's magnificently mind-blowing. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it, for you to hear your feedback, and for you to just absorb all of the wonders that Leslie shares with us today. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to chat with my guest today. Hi, Leslie. Hello, hello, everybody! Thank you for come for being a part of this, and we get to finally work it out where we're able to chat. And I'm so excited. And Leslie, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself?
1: Mm -hmm. You know that question is always I feel like a big, big loaded potato. I don't know. Right? I think a loaded, a loaded something because I mean it's like you know where exactly do I start? There's so many layers and so many phases and so many adventures but ultimately where I always love to start is I'm Leslie Medley. I first and foremost am a human being and that's always where I like to start because I feel like usually that's the last thing that gets tacked on but really truly that that is what I am and who I am is just a human being at the core of it all and within that I also have co-founded American Wonder Love which is a global influencing company worldwide mindfulness teacher and I've really been just on a human journey of discover, of self-discovery but really what that has meant for me is returning home and even finding what home even is and I've traveled all over the globe I've been in so many different phases in my life definitely have been had had those questions of like all right what's Leslie getting into now and what I now see at this phase of my life is looking back is it's really was just a discovery of who I am what I want what I want to be what's my purpose you know all those questions that naturally arise within each and every one of us and so that's who I am is a passion, a, a person with a fire and a passion for life, for people, for connection, and for ultimately holding the flashlight on the path to light the way for others to return home to. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. What, how did this all begin?
0: If you could kind of pinpoint some areas of this transition and this discovery, where would
1: you say it? Oh man, you know, it. there's definitely some pivotal points for sure. And these pivotal points, it all, definitely in the last decade, I actually just recently had a birthday, so I'm 31 now. And so when I really reflect back, it's over the last 10 years, right? Like all my twenties into my thirties now. And I've always been, and I know I'm sure so many women listening are in the same boat of, I've always known there's something more for me. And from the cards I've been dealt in my life, it didn't necessarily always match up that way, right? With like how I felt like there's something more for me. But the reality, the actual financial reality, the, I was adopted reality, just so many different realities that I actually was facing growing up didn't necessarily like match that you're going to be successful, or you're gonna, you really are meant for something more. However, it was something I always knew, and I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. However, I knew I had a powerful story, and I knew it needed to be shared. And I, in my, you know, young 20s, after um, my dad had passed away when I was fifteen. My mom passed away when I was twenty two. And so really, that's where my journey began. I mean, everything else was wow. just part of the story, right? But then really, being twenty two, ado- and I was adopted, however, my adopted parents are the ones that passed away. And so there was just I was lost. I mean, like, as lost as a twenty two year old with no parents can be, I don't know. And I immediately did what I only knew to do at that time and that was to survive. And I'm so grateful because of my upbringing and because of, I believe, just what my soul knew at the time, that, that conscious Leslie didn't, <laughs> was I did survive and you know I knew to not turn to maybe some other survival <laughs> techniques that, that some people use to soothe and to self heal temporarily. But what I did turn to was looking for that sense of security, looking for that sense of home, looking for that sense of like, who the, who the heck am I? And why is this happening to me, basically? And I pretty much immediately got married. And from there was just dead set on creating my sense of home security. Of course, this wasn't consciously necessarily, I thought, you know, I'm getting married, I'm doing the thing, I'm doing what you're supposed to do. I'm kind of just checking the boxes and yet it it felt good too. It felt exciting. And that's also where I'll bring in my fitness journey and really what at the time became my first healthy saving grace. I had tried shopping, I had tried drinking, (laughs) I had tried all the boys, you know, you name it. Like, luckily, like I said, I didn't, you know, get too far in certain rabbit holes, but I definitely tried a little bit of everything. And ultimately, it always came down to feeling, feeling okay, and feeling at, at peace and feeling okay to be in my body, okay to be safe to be in my body, safe to take up tons of space, safe to express. Safe to be. And that's really where I found fitness. And I had actually worked in, as even a manager in a women's gym, even prior to this. So fitness had already definitely been a big part of my life. But what it has always come back to for me was even the community aspect that fitness in any aspect brings. And I started really diving into my physical health. I started changing up some of my eating, (laughs) just even having different awareness around what foods I was putting into my body and that that actually was my fuel. All those types of things started happening. And I started ultimately, the bottom line is from the outside, yeah, Leslie's working out now. Okay, cool. Now she's really into CrossFit. All right, this is the phase we're in. But what I see was happening was I was finally saying yes to myself even if it was just gym time, even if it was just setting a goal, like I wanna be able to do a pull-up. Like that was something, I wanna be able to do a strict pull-up without a band. <laughs> I remember when that was like literally my number one life goal. But it gave me so much purpose at that time. It gave me so much to, to work for, to work towards. And it also taught me that, okay, I set this goal. I work hard. I start living more and more in alignment with what that goal would need to be fulfilled on. And I actually can achieve it. And not only can I achieve it, but I can excel in it. And not necessarily in a like, I just want to be the best way, but like it started giving me confidence. It started giving me, it started showing me what I was actually capable of and that's really where the deep dive <laughs> to where i'm i am now began where it w- it started with that right but then it doesn't stop there then i started saying you know i want to i really want to make some changes in my career in my schooling you know i had dropped out of college i was kind of in between things it's like no like I actually do want to go back to school and, and this is what I want to do. I think, I don't know, but let's try it out. You know, now I was in a place where I saw, I didn't know much, but what I did know <laughs> was if I set a goal and I worked hard and now my belief has changed a little bit, but this, in this headspace, I really, that gave me access to all the other changes I started making in my life. That gave me access to even having the courage and the understanding about myself to begin seeking out my biological mom, meeting my biological mom, and really journeying through (laughs) the last 10 years of my life to be where I am now, to have created what I have, and to live just the thriving life I do now. You said something so beautiful
0: in the beginning, you know, I had these pivotal moments, and and it's so incredible to walk through that space of you and seeing how you were doing this physical or this external activity but it really mm-hmm. hadn't so little to do with anything external it was mm-hmm. this amazing blossoming of this internal strength and confidence and yeah oh how amazing
1: yeah yeah, it was, you know, cuz I know cuz I actually <laughs> I was working. I, I my journey led me. I was working at Fort Polk, <laughs> Louisiana, if anyone knows where that is. It's middle of nowhere Louisiana, but it's a military installation. And my ex, actually my ex-husband, was, I was married and that's where I had found myself and I was actually working on the base gym, just at the front desk, you know, providing towels, answering phone calls, cleaning up. And so basically it was a very masculine dominant. Some military wives, of course, came in to work out, but primarily it was men. And I was at that time very comfortable, just like hanging out with the dudes. <laughs> and I actually, it had so many great memories. But to bring it back to your point, Megan, what for me, it was always a little bit different because as much as, of course, I love having abs. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to argue with the having abs mm-hmm. or, or really toned legs. Um, It, for me, never was about so much the physical. There was never that um, drive to have this certain physique. For me, I saw the opportunity to really refine a skill. And like you just said, to build this internal confidence. And for someone, me, who is very naturally fiery, if if anyone's into astrology, I'm like a double Aries. I'm Aries, 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 Aries through and through. And, you know, in my younger years, a lot of the times it's showing up more as this anger or as this fire that was channeled oftentimes in a more unhealthy way. When I stumbled across fitness and especially more functional fitness, throwing tires, pushing, you know, like (laughs) tossing tires around and hitting things with sledgehammers and, you know, throwing weights around. I was like, this is allowed? Like, this is like, this is awesome. Like, this is like, this is kind of what I was doing, you know, way back in the day in an unhealthy sense. But like, I want, this is, this is awesome. And I really found a way for me to channel a lot of what I had experienced emotionally, traumatically, um, mentally. And it gave me literally a space, like a CrossFit box for any of my CrossFitters out there, you know, but it literally gave me almost this temple to go to. And and it's funny that I'm saying that now, because at the time I, I didn't say that, right? I didn't say I'm going to my temple. No, I was like, I'm going to go work out, you know, just like everyone else. But looking back and with this expanded view of my life, I can really see where that was my temple at the time, where it was my safe space. Things were happening within my marriage. My life was changing so rapidly and so drastically. And that was my place to go. And I could release. I could throw weight around. I could be silent and just go do my programming. Or I could connect with all my community, all my gym friends. I had a workout buddy. You know, it, it, it could look so many different ways. And it was always exactly what I needed.
0: I love, Leslie, that we're having this conversation. Because a lot of what we do talk about in this in my community and on the podcast is how there is a very big divide between having a healthy and having an unhealthy relationship mm. with whatever especially with exercise though i came from right. a background of exercise addiction and mm. so many of my ladies do as well and what you spoke to was so beautiful because you said i it wasn't doing it because of i wanted a physique and that's the right. difference that i want everybody to hear and to listen to. That's why, Leslie, you had this massive expansion and this growth because it was such a healthy outlet for you. Totally.
1: Totally. And, and to speak to that point, I love that you highlighted that to speak to that point for a minute. I definitely see where there was points where I became, began at different periods, right? i began obsessing about more more so for me not the physique but more so the abil- my ability how much weight can i lift how many pull ups can i do how fast can i do this wad and i actually and that wasn't until i found myself in amateur competing and doing even local within louisiana competition for CrossFit. And that's when, for me, it was like so interesting as an in Aries, typically the first word people's, oh, you're competitive. Uh. And for me, it's like, yeah, I'm competitive, but I never really had that same maybe competitive athlete energy that a natural athlete has because I didn't grow up in athletics, actually. And so that was, I was kind of an outsider in that way where most people who were in CrossFit especially, but then even competing at an amateur level had an athletic background of some, of some kind. That's kind of how they found themselves back into that type of environment. And for me, I didn't have that. In fact, I had a lot of physical adversities growing up. So if anything, I was kind of like, you know, the, the underdog, if you will, in that way. And so I can see where it did become more a, that's where i did find myself at times in more of a negative headspace because naturally if you're competing like it, you want to do well mm-hmm. or you want to meet a certain mark even if it's not number 1 2 or 3 on the platform even for myself i had certain marks i wanted to meet obviously within myself and so i can see where that type of addiction that you you know i love that you use the word addiction actually but that type of addiction, it can show up with physique, and it can show up even with what we expect of ourselves. And oftentimes that is our physical body, how it looks, but it can also be measuring our worth on how many pull-ups we're doing, like the guys,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> or
1: measuring our worth because you know, dependent on how quick we did the wad. And Now it's been so beautiful, Megan, like to fast forward and then of course, feel free to dive into, you know, any area, but to kind of fast forward to now, most recently up until this quarantine, just recently, actually, I had, I had been traveling the last two years, gypsying around the world. So fitness has been interesting anyway, (laughs) you know, incorporating fitness when hundred percent traveling the world, that's been, that's taken some resourcefulness. But to now be back in the states a little bit more full time, at least for a six month period, one of my main intentions was to revisit fitness and really recreate my relationship fully. Obviously, I had my journey had evolved so much where I'm not active in the crossFit community in that way anymore. And I, my journey has found myself at the base of the Himalayas for hundreds and hundreds of hours in India, studying yoga and meditation and mindfulness and taking myself on an even deeper journey than I ever could have imagined. But what I will say is when I most recently joined a facility here in San Diego, and it was a functional fitness facility, I, it was, Megan, I can't even describe the feeling and really the freedom I felt in the gym. And it w- it's even still, I mean, right now it's closed, so I can't go. But even so, when I go, it's this no attachment, total playground, t- totally taking care of myself. No, you know, like no competition, no, not even a pressure on myself to perform. And I cannot tell you how, how much that's been a journey to reach but like truly how different my whole experience of exercise of fitness and of health is now and that's what i would love to highlight is first of all how possible it is no matter where you are in your journey of addiction or being hard on even if it's just simply being hard on yourself around how you look or how you're performing in the gym or how you're coming off to yourself or to others around you, like no matter where you are in that journey, maybe it's around eating or not eating, right? That there is a freedom to be reached. And it starts so often with fitness. I think every single one of my spiritual friends, it's like started with a fitness journey. But if you're feeling stuck in any way, shape or form within that fitness journey, and, it, and I mean with your weight, I mean with your goals, and I even mean just like where it's almost become more of a burden than it has been an escape or that it has been your happy place, that you are being asked to go deeper. It's because you've literally reached the physical depth of yourself. And if you feel stuck, like I can't drop this last five pounds. Or I, I just can't get this certain lift. It's just like, I can't get it. Or maybe you've made a promise to yourself, I'm not going to binge eat again. I'm not doing it. And yet you found yourself right now, especially doing it. It is because you have reached your physical threshold. And if you want to see, and and and, and let's we can say results, but you know if you want to see any results, but ultimately if you want to go deeper, like if you're really like so at your wits' end, it's because you have four other layers. Physical is one, but there are four other layers of your being that are purely energetic, that potentially haven't been addressed at all, yet they make up a, make make up who you are, make up your mental body. Make up your emotional body, make up your energetic body, you know, your energy. Like, let's talk about your energy. Do you feel fluctuations? Do you feel like super motivated some days as long as you have your regimen and your pre workout and you're this and that, but then you crash and then you burn and then you feel bad about yourself and then you're unmotivated? I mean, if any of these loops are playing out, my first question, if I were to be speaking directly to you, would be what is going on energetically? Have you been pouring into and creating the same container, the same sp- safe space? Just like I said, my temple, right, was the CrossFit box at that time. But I didn't really have anything outside of that. Of course, I was giving myself the pedicures and the baths and the, those types of things, the Epsom salt baths. The kind of special soul, self-care. Yeah, and that's all so self-care. beautifully, yeah, so beautiful and so needed. But the truth was, I even in my own fitness journey reached a point where I was like, not fulfilled in the same way anymore. And then, and then that's when the headspace can get a little weird, right, Megan? It's like, oh my gosh, this was my vice. This was my muse. This was my, this was my saving grace. And now, and now it's not even working anymore. I like that too.
0: And it brings up something really interesting that I know has been always, been a struggle for myself or for many years was a struggle for myself is I think when we become so engulfed in something that we we do start out with a love for it and it's obviously mm-hmm. serving us like you said I love where we're going here so we're going to come like circle back to this yes, yes, um, yes but our identity becomes so wrapped up into that and we become so attached to that that the idea of not doing for you CrossFit or mm-hmm. you know if it's
1: mm-hmm. if
0: you've always identified as a runner or a mm-hmm. and maybe it's not even physically maybe it's not physical fitness and just our life. It's every time I've had to try a different modality of working out, I was terrified to yeah. give up what I knew for so many reasons. But then I flourished and changed and blossomed and took on this whole different different persona but it's very scary at first.
1: So scary. Oh, that's such a good point. And that and like you said, even to broaden the conversation like anything in life, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime we try something new, we step outside that zone of comfort. This is literally what I teach. So this is like I I just love this conversation of stepping outside of our zone of comfort. Immediately it's like every sensation known to man <laughs> is activated. Some of because of what we've been through, there's a resonance, but then also just on a primal level, like I said, number one, I'm always human being because I have human facets <laughs> that everyone has that I'm grateful to have actually, because it keeps me from driving off the road. <laughs> it keeps me from so you know, hurting myself or others and keeps the to-do list done. So I'm actually grateful for these facets. And then whatever we're stepping into that's unknown and scary with time, with repetition, even think back to your first job out of college or even just your first job. I know when I first was a nurse, it didn't matter how much school I had, how many certifications I had your first year as a nurse, you're still, it's still your first year as a nurse. I was petrified. Mm -hmm. And I was working in ICU straight out of school. So I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) And I never thought I would get it, right? Like, I never thought it would be easy. And I would see these other nurses, and they're just flowing. And it doesn't even look like they're thinking, right? But yet they're in these most intense, critical thinking situations, but they're just in it. And I'm like, Oh, my God. I, I, I want to be like that, right? Well, guess what? Within a few months and then a few, you know, next thing you know, there's certain tasks I'm doing almost with my eyes closed. And so that's no different here where even with fitness at first, right? It, no matter what modality you're diving into, maybe even it's just nutrition changes. It's exciting. It's like new. There's a sense of purpose found. We're, you know, it's like that excitement of change of, of, and then you do start seeing the newness and the possibilities and the confidence or whatever it is that's flowing into your life now. But, but then we're also human and to be human. And the nature of being human is we do love repetition and we are creatures of habit. That's not true or wrong there. We do. Tony Robbins says one of our basic human needs is uncertainty, but also certainty, both. And we really need an equal balance of both. And so in the beginning, it's like, can I get the pull up? Or can I reach this fitness goal? But then it becomes so certain, we know when our gym time is, we know what our, I know I, for me, I had my set programming, I had my workout buddy, I had my routine. And then All of a sudden, even though we might have the next fitness goal, or maybe we might have the next lift we want to reach, ultimately, a lot of it now is pretty under our control. We have a good handle on it, at least, right? And so that's really across the board where the growth starts stopping completely, or definitely coming to a pretty big halt.
0: What is your piece of advice, Leslie, for the person, I don't care in what area they want to take this in their life where they're saying, I'm really unfulfilled, but I'm Mm -hmm. really terrified to take that next step.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's first and foremost, just acknowledging that, knowing, because I'm telling you right now, and this is literally the work I do. I work with, I've worked, I work with people daily talking with these conversations around all different areas of life, navigating the world of the unknown and creating a vent- an adventure that they really love. If we're gonna be stuck in the, end of the world of the unknown, it should at least be an adventure we want, right? Mm-hmm. Not one that we're like right now, and that's what's so interesting right now is we're all in the world of the unknown and most of us haven't chose that. And so if you're in that space of really just being scared and, and yet knowing, maybe, <laughs> that change is upon you or needs to be upon you, it's first and foremost me telling you, Megan telling you, that being scared is normal. Like, if you weren't scared, then I'd actually want to talk to you, really. Because the primal fear, the actual chemicals that are being released and activated, that's part of notifying you, hey, listen up. Hey, you. Something big's about to happen. It, it could be a little scary. You might need to be a little bit more aware. You might need to wake up, get off the couch, not be tuned into Netflix, because something big's about to happen. You might want to like really heighten up and tune in. And so we label that as fear. I don't like it. I don't want to feel it. And so the first is just knowing that that's normal. But then also, along with that is, have you acknowledged, like really acknowledge that fear within yourself? And what I mean is not shoving it down and like, oh, why, why, why is this anxiety always here? Why can't it just go away? That's resistance. And anytime we resist anything, it persists. Resist those five pounds, they're going to persist, period, mm-hmm. period, period. And I know everyone knows those five pounds and are probably like, "Mm mm-hmm, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yet it's across the board. And so first it's like, you know, they say the first step is acceptance. Well, that's what I'm telling you. And that it is. It's like really acknowledging and accepting, wow, I am scared right now. Okay. All right, cool. I'm scared. Like I am. And even I've seen time and time again, I I just had a conversation yesterday. It seems so simple, Megan, like, well, yeah, acknowledge you're scared. But what I see is so often, especially for us women, we haven't always been validated in how we actually feel. Maybe it's like, okay, you're emotional. I hear you. I see you. Cool. And be grateful. Or let's move on. Or go be strong. Or let's shove it down and keep moving forward. And not only do we not feel validated by a lot of people around us, but the most devastating is we don't validate ourselves.
0: Because mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter if anybody is doing it externally, if somebody outside of us isn't doing it. Right. It's, if we don't believe it and feel it for ourselves, somebody could be doing it nonstop for us. Yep. But if we don't feel that or take that for ourselves, it's just simply right. never going to be an impact.
1: Never never and that's exactly what one typically wants is to be so deeply seen so deeply heard so deeply validated and yet typically in this conversation i see myself i used to see myself and i see women really if anything that's when we disassociate even more from our bodies from feeling it from ourselves is because it does get too scary and not only is it scary but we're not acknowledging okay it's scary and it's scary because of this or this is really bringing up what happened when i was younger and it's it's really scary or it's scary and i know what i'm capable of like are we even having those conversations with ourselves and typically we're not because maybe that maybe we haven't heard this podcast yet <laughs> or maybe we're just not in that awareness and so what can typically happen is it's too scary, it's too much. And so check in with yourself. Those of you who are listening, what happens next? That would be step two. Like what happens next? Do you find yourself contracting, shutting down? Maybe you stop going to the gym? You know, have that has that pattern shown up for you? or maybe you find yourself self self-soothing? with, quote unquote, the unhealthy habits, right? Or whatever that may be. And then ultimately being paralyzed and not moving forward. And so it's so important, just collectively what's happening in the world. And then even to zoom in all the way to this podcast conversation, we're being asked to go deeper and we can resist it. And people will, people are and the suffering and the whatever they're experiencing inside themselves will persist. And there's also a huge handful of us who see this as a really divine opportunity. And I'm even speaking in the fitness world. I'm speaking in any, any world <laughs> is welcome here. And it's really this grand opportunity the great pause is what I'm calling it. Whether you really have time to pause or not, but it really is the great pause. And it's an opportunity to go deeper. And even before all of this broke out, I've been saying 2020 is demanding upgrades. I didn't know it was going to come in this package. <laughs> <laughs> but like 2020 is demanding we do things differently or we will be stuck. And if you're hearing these words, I, I just feel it. I, I feel that you feel that. You know, I feel that you've met a place in your life where it's like, yep, yep, I can keep doing what I'm doing, or I can go deeper. And it is scary. It is scary. And know that there are so many resources, especially right now online. I've, I mean, I keep thanking God it's 2020. I'm eating cream cheese out of almonds and leading worldwide breathwork circles through my computer. I mean, like, if this is, this is just the most amazing time to be alive. Imagine a quarantine in 1920. I mean, come on. We have everything we need at our fingertips and more. And so what it really takes, it's not a matter of what to do. It's really not a matter of resources. What it's a matter of is, are you willing? Are you ready? You're never fully ready, by the way. However are you willing? And if you are, I mean, Megan, I'm sure is a is just a great resource to reach out to. And I'm sure at the very end, we'll go over how you can reach out, out to me as well. But if this is if you're meeting a road where you're like, I need to go deeper, there's something that I'm missing, or there's something I'm not seeing. Whether it's you're running into a wall with weight, you're running into a wall with your fitness goals, or you're just running into a wall in your life. And you've now found yourself in this global pandemic, really freaked out of the changes. What's really happening is we're all being asked to enter. And some of us, like, you know, Megan, I know you've entered the world of the unknown many times. I mean, you're on a pod, you're, you've created a podcast, that alone at the, is an adventure, I know yet collectively what's happening is every single one of us even the ones that didn't really want to are being invited into the world of the unknown and so my question is do you accept are you ready for the adventure
0: amazing I love it and the piece that really resonated with me with the mo- so much of it but I always write down things that really really stick and it mm-hmm. was the words of just saying if I'm not you know, if I feel like I'm stuck, if I feel like I'm not making progress, that's kind of my tap out there. It is time to pivot. It is time to change and go in a different route. Not like, Oh, I'm failing, or this is something I'm doing wrong. It's just, you've kind of, you've peaked there. Let's do something different with it.
1: Totally. And in, and in for the entrepreneurs out there, you know, in the entrepreneurial world, you learn that really quickly. If you, Mm -hmm. if you're not a fast pivoter, you will fail like mm-hmm. especially in the first couple of years you try something you think it you throw this spaghetti on the wall you think it's going to stick it doesn't so you can either keep throwing the same piece of spaghetti hoping it's going to in the same spot hoping it's going to stick or it's like all right let's pivot let's try this other wall or oh let's try this other piece of pasta right and so that that really also is across the board and then to really bring it home to fitness and and that world is that is exactly when it's time to change up our routine anyway, right? That's where functional fitness became so popular is because it was really discovered even on a scientific standpoint, that repetition, 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 repetition for always and forever, even lifting heavier weight, you're going to reach a plateau. And so that's really where this dynamic concept of do something different, do it consistently, but do something different every single day and you will always be in the most premier level of athleticism, that's really where CrossFit was born. And for me, just being such a dynamic being, that's I I know why I was so drawn to it. However, absolutely, if you felt like you've reached a wall, whether that's in your love life, your business life, your fitness life, Going back to the certainty and uncertainty, it's certain now. Your routine is certain. You've mastered your routine, probably, <laughs> and now you you've literally are like, dun da da da, entering the next light level. If that's the perspective or the mindset you want to look at it at as, but typically what happens, like you said, Megan, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm regressing. I was doing so good, and now I can't seem to reach this next lift or this next weight milestone or this next nutrition milestone what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. and it's that is the first place us women go what's wrong with me versus zooming out for a second (laughs) and being like wait a minute what's maybe wrong with this routine how could I maybe change up this whole setup to best serve me for what I need now because when you created that routine, it was probably weeks ago, or even maybe months ago. And you yourself were in a different place, weight wise, mentally wise, energetically wise. So allowing more room, not for necessarily, oh, let's just do whatever we want to today, because I think that's where a lot of people go to is like, well, I need a plan. That's the only thing that keeps me on track. We're not talking about plans here. We know you're going to go to the gym and you're not going to miss and we don't want you to miss. However, starting to welcome in the awareness even of if I'm reaching a wall, let's not immediately blame the workout or myself. Let's just check in. Like, what do I really need right now? How does my body, how do I feel? Do I feel tired? and not sleepy but like does my body feel fatigued mm-hmm. does my body feel tired do i do i feel like some burnt out energy honestly and start asking yourself those types of questions just a simple check in and then allow yourself to move into the next phase of training the next phase of your eating your nutrition and watch with that openness, the new space that is created, what potentially can bloom, has room to bloom, has room to shift, has room to change. But when we're holding on so tightly to that plan, even when it's not working, we're holding on so tightly to those pounds, mm-hmm. to, to those emotions, to, to honestly the bondage. Which we work. I mean, that's ultimately even if it's for even if your reason is physique. When we're working out, we're looking to free ourselves in some way, even if it's freeing ourselves into a better physique. I and and so is that space there? Yeah, And, and exactly is that space there? Even do you have spaciousness within your routine to free yourself with whatever your goal, your intention is within within your routine
0: just that ability to be flexible and to pivot in so many ways that's kind of the theme that you've said and that just holds true for all of us time and time again leslie where can everybody find you if they want to dive into this more and hear and see everything that you are about where's a good way to check you out
1: so the, I mean, the best way is definitely through Wonderlove dot com, and I'll spell that out: American, just like we spell the word, and then wander W A N D E R Love L O V E. So wonderlust, but change it to wonder love, wander with an A dot com, and that is my brand, that is my business, and we offer, you know, really global influencing companies. So. It, once you land on our website, you will find that we also do this work internationally. So not right now, of course, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. However, we lead international adventure retreat experiences where not only do we have so much fun, <laughs> and we, but we take this more heavy, deep spiritual work that's typically done in a conference room or a yoga studio, and we go live it. And we go live it in Bali. And we we don't talk about what it talk about overcoming the fears like we are now this is the this is we do this too this is the first part of the the process right is to have these conversations but then we go live it we don't just talk about what it would look like to overcome fears of climbing up the mountain we actually go do it and then you discover for yourself what comes up what where's your blockages where's your limitations and we do that internationally in Bali, Indonesia every year. And then we also do so much of what we do online. And we've done this even for prior to everyone getting getting themselves online in the last few weeks. So we feel super, my business partner and myself feel super fortunate to already have so many platforms in place as everyone is really finding themselves in the virtual world with online breathwork, online meditation programs and mentorships to empower yourselves you know if any part of this conversation resonated where you're feeling like yeah i've reached i've reached that physical block i've reached even that mental block and i know i need to go deeper but i don't know how that's really the work i'm out to do is to provide practices tools resources to empower you to go there to empower you to journey to the deepest parts of yourself because that is the only place you will find true liberation so please 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 follow me on social media i'd love to connect i love i reach out i love messaging and having conversations anything around adventure in the world of the unknown definitely uh, message me at the leslie medley is my personal instagram and then also american Wonderlove on instagram as well
0: I love it. And what a perfect time, like you said, just such a much needed space and a platform and energy for all of us to be experiencing right now more than ever.
1: Absolutely.
0: Before we head out, I always have to ask a handful of questions. Mm, One of my favorites is, Leslie, what would you say is your super weapon?
1: Mm. Man, I just love this. Um, I want to say two things, but I'm going to say my presence.
0: Mm-hmm. You can feel it. You can feel it even through just this virtual space of listening too.
1: And I was going to say my love, but my presence ultimately. Yeah.
0: Well, you can say two, you can have two superpowers. <laughs> what does being fierce mean to
1: you? Mm, fully, fully present, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Being fierce takes a level of fierce presence and a level of alignment within oneself. Because we can be feisty, feisty, right? We can be fiery. We can be sassy. But the difference with fierce for me would be to be fiercely present to whatever the moment of the hour is offering me and that's right in front of me and to be in direct alignment completely confident and sure in that present place that's that's being fierce I love when these answers totally
0: explain you <laughs> just like that kind of wraps up like your whole conversation that we just had and everything that we just talked about in your book yes. I,
1: I love how those align so beautifully Leslie. I love these little like rapid fire you know like little questions at the end because it's like it tells us so much about her. <laughs> they tell us so much more than
0: we think, like these little meaningless questions. Um, yes. Leslie, this has been absolutely fantastic. I just know that everybody, like I said, has just needed this information and this viewpoint. You bring such mm. this passionate, calm energy and knowing to everybody. So thank you so much for mm. being a part of this and for sharing a, just a little blip of who you are and what you're all about.
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me and I'm looking forward to connecting with some of you and hearing your stories as well. Thank you so much Megan for having me and for the work you're doing in this world, sharing your stories so authentically where you've been, what you've overcome, what you've just really what you've walked and journeyed and now are allowing other women to link arms with you and walk the same journey and we really are all in this together and we mustn't forget that it's as soon as we forget that, that it becomes a lot less fun. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.